Welcome back to episode 108 of the Purple Rain Podcast. And oh boy, oh me, oh my, we have a ton, I'm just going to say another word, a ton of stuff to talk about. We have the draft. The draft is finally here and it's gone. It's passed. I'm I'm ecstatic about what we picked up. But, you know, first and foremost, it's looking a little different on here. Um, oh, yeah. Got a nice little, little makeover done by this guy. I personally love it. Um... You can see more of us now. Our little names aren't at the bottom left anymore. Um, yeah. But so you can find us on, on Twitter right there. Uh, yeah. that, that, that's that simple. <laughs> and then for Instagram, for me, it's at a dot, dot prod and you're fine. You can actually just yep. look up simply and it'll come up. You'll it'll come it. up. Oh, yeah. But um, <laughs> on Instagram, too, you can find us uh, at the Purple Rain Podcast. That's mm-hmm. the Instagram. Find yep. there, you know, go everything. Um, but yeah, we are here. We are back, and how are you feeling on this lovely Monday evening? Well, Alex, I'm feeling great, feeling fabulous, man. Um, I think that, just let me just get this out of the way, I think it was an amazing draft from the Ravens after uh, kind of further review. I was kind of leery about it at first. If you didn't see our live stream of round one of the draft, go back and watch it. Specifically, go to like... Go I to like a, <laughs> yeah, me too, me too, me yeah, too. I think that um, lots of knee jerk reactions in that episode. Um, but go to about forty five. No, it was about an hour and forty five minutes. And I want to yeah. say is yeah. when Hollywood Brown got traded. Uh, those reactions were just priceless, absolutely priceless. So if you haven't yeah. checked out that episode, go check it out. <laughs> um, one other thing too, one other housekeeping thing. Some of you may have noticed already, we are now streaming live on Twitter. So not only can you see the Purple Rain podcast on YouTube, but if you're on Twitter, you know, and you're just scrolling around the timeline, you can actually check us out on there, too. Yeah. And there's actually about seven people, seven to ten people watching live on Twitter as we speak. So That's big, lit. big shout out to the Twitter That's crew. Lit. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Big shout out to you guys. Thank you guys so much. This is going to be a new feature that we're going to have from here going forward. So those of you who would like to watch the show on Twitter, you absolutely can. Um, Jor VDB says, is this live or pre-recorded? This we're is live. absolutely live. live, my brother. Live. It's live. Yeah. And I don't think I've seen Jordan around these parts before. So welcome. Thank you for joining. We appreciate you. Um, Speaking of the live chat room, you know, we got to do our due diligence, bringing up the live rain gang in here. Let me see. Let's just kick it off. Simply as 10 says, howdy. Howdy, guys. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. K-Dog. Mod K-Dog in the house says, yo, rain gang family. How is everybody feeling about the draft? I'm feeling great about it. K-Dog. Yeah. I mean, contrary to how we looked an hour and 45 minutes into the draft, yeah. Um, we were talking about whoever gets Kyle Hamilton is getting a steal. Oh, hey, that was us. That's us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll get more into it. I love it. We will. For sure. For sure. Um, Jonathan Washington Jr. in the house says, what's up, Rain Gang? What's going on, Jonathan? Appreciate you for coming through. Uh, Jay Prime agrees. Says, all in all, I feel like the Ravens had a great draft. Yeah, I feel like they did, too. And we're going nice. to talk about that. Uh, Dad Bod Killers says, what up? What's, what's going, going on, on, man? Appreciate you for coming through. Uh, Yolanda in the house. What's going on, Yolanda B? Says, good evening, PRP. Hope everyone is well. Uh, we got the April 123 in the house. Says, yo, yo. The Quan, Light Skin Zulu, My Guy Black Daniels. Coming through. Says, Rain Gang. Always coming through. Supporting. Uh, Bryce H. What's going on, man? Jabari Cruz Ellis, my guy. Says, I love what we put in the draft. I agree, man. I agree. Definitely a Purple Rain Pioneer, for sure. 
Um, let's see what else we got in here. Lisa, another one, says, Hey, Alex and Sutton Dev, Tyler Linderbaum was the best pick in the draft. Mm. We needed a center. Yeah, underrated I think we'll get into that. We'll, sure. get, we'll get in all yeah. of that. Best picks. We I, have, I have a favorite pick that I kind of got some flack on. I'll, I'll get into yeah. that. <laughs> We're definitely going to do some draft superlatives. So definitely yeah. going to want to make sure you stick around for that. Uh, our guy Dylan Paul, you guys know Dylan Paul was the winner of our giveaway, the Ravens jersey giveaway. What's yeah. going on, man? We appreciate you for coming through. Um, Lawrence Trent says, what's up? Taquan Christian in the house. G Money. Oh, Gerald great. Lawson is in the house. What's going on, Gerald? Says, what up, PRP gang? What's up I with know, you, man? I know Good one person who's happy about the trade. This man, Gerald, is the leader of the Rashad Bateman fan club. I know he's yeah. been riding for him for over a year now, so I know you are yeah. happy. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. Christopher Swain says, what's up, y'all? It's been a while. What's going on, Chris? What's going on, man? It has been a minute. Appreciate you for coming through. Uh, J1213, Raven C in the house. What's going on, Raven C? Oh, Raven C. We got Sean, Shino, Joe Star. What's going on? It is, oh, it is a good, great it's a good night. Yeah, I love it. 50 <laughs> people watching already, so thank you. Yeah. Thank I, th- you I, think, so I think it's time we just kind of get right into it. Let's just yeah. Let's just go ahead and dive right into it. So, well, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't give a shout out to my guy, Ramy. What's oh. going on, Hoodie Ramy? Um, yeah, so let's go ahead and get right into it, guys. The draft is over. It's behind us. And now we have a lot to talk about because there's a lot of new Ravens. Ooh. We got a lot 11, of new Ravens. Well, yeah. 11 new drafted, uh, I think yeah. 13 to 14, 15 undrafted. Yeah. Right, 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 right. So without any further ado, let's just hop right into this draft class. Um, we're going to basically go through each pick. And we're going to give like our individual grades, you know, what we thought about that pick individually, what we like about it, what we don't like, that sort of thing. Uh, And then at the end of it, we're going to give like an overall draft grade uh, for the entire, you know, class from the Ravens 2022. Now, we want you guys, whether you're watching live or you're part of the hashtag replay gang. Thank you guys so, so much for coming through. But whether you're part of the live chat or replay gang, make sure you leave your comments down below um, and, you know, your questions, anything like that. And let us know how you're feeling about these draft grades how are you feeling about the draft class overall um so yeah i'm not gonna see more words we're gonna go ahead and get right into it uh if you are on twitter one more thing make sure you go ahead and retweet the latest tweet i just put out we want to reach as many people as we can on twitter for sure yeah uh all right so starting with the first pick well the 14th pick in the nfl draft the ravens selected safety kyle hamilton out of notre dame um at the time when this pick first happened, and you can go back to the live stream, me and Alex are both kind of scratching our heads. Like See, that's the problem because, like, when yeah. you're live, yeah, you, you you gotta like just you gotta speak. You know, if you're just watching the draft by yourself, you, you don't gotta say anything. You can just keep all your thoughts. Like we're talking, like it's hard. It definitely is hard. And we, we kind of were like, wait, but we need this. We need this. We need this. Yeah. Get the safety. You know, we just signed a safety five years, seventy million. But looking back at it now, you know, just hearing everything about him, um, he even talked about how Eli Apple messed up in the Super Bowl. Like this kid just turned 21. His knowledge of the game is far and superior. He can he's versatile. He literally can play anywhere on the field. I love it. I'm a Spencer. I love it. I'll just leave it right there. That's how I feel about it. I love it. Don't know about you. Yeah. No, I mean, I love it, too. Um, after kind of further review, because like I said, during the draft, I was kind of like, uh, we have other needs other than safety. Yeah, but I mean, admittedly, I wasn't the most well-versed on Kyle Hamilton at the time. I knew a little bit about him. You know, I saw some tapes, some highlights and stuff like that. But nothing really, you know, because w- before the draft, you got to go through so many players 
you know, just kind of learning about them. So you really don't get to do a deep dive on individual ones. But now the beauty of, you know, it being after the draft, we can actually take a sit down, a step back and take a look at these players and evaluate them and what we think they'll do for the Ravens. So what I liked about Kyle Hamilton is that he's a very quick decision maker, first and foremost. Another thing, he loves to tackle. Loves to tackle, which is very good. He tackles very well, too. Good form with it, which is something that we needed in our secondary and just on our defense in general, you know, last year. It was a big issue. Yeah. Keep going. I got you. Keep on going. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, cool. So um, another thing I really like about Kyle Hamilton is that he, his size, he's six foot four, 220. He's not going to be bullied by tight ends over the middle. And God knows, Simply Ascent says it all the time. Tight ends bully us. They bully us. It's it's sad. look at Kels last year, like yeah. just uh, speaking of tackling, he went. He was Justin Ellis was trying to tackle him, was running after him. It, that was just, that play lives running free in my head. So I right. hopefully <laughs> less of those, less of that. Right. So six four two twenty. Another thing about his size, he, he's versatile. He's very very versatile. Mm-hmm. You know, you can actually. You know, I've heard a lot of people say, like, he can play linebacker. You know, he can play, mm-hmm. you know, coverage and cornerback. He can mm-hmm. play safety, that sort of thing. So you can kind of move him all around the defense, which is we know um, that's something that the Ravens love. They love a player that can be put in multiple positions, you know, multiple scenarios and still thrive. And I feel like Kyle Hamilton is that guy. Um, he's going to be able to help out in coverage with our linebackers, guys like Patrick Queen, guys like, um, you know, <clears throat> Uh, Malik Harrison, all those guys that are coming back as well, Bynes, uh, he's going to be able to help those guys in coverage, which is good. I like yep. that. He's a very good um, box safety, you know, and he rallies to the football. That's something that's very important. Uh, now, another thing that I really do like about his size is that he can win those 50-50 balls. You throw it up, he can go get it. He might very well come down with it because he's not undersized at all by any stretch of the imagination. Um, he's got a big frame. Now, one, a couple of things that I d- didn't like about Kyle Hamilton, you know, watching tape, uh, even highlights and stuff like that, um, can be a little bit inconsistent uh, in coverage and like his decision making and stuff like that. Like I said, he makes very quick decisions. It's not always the right decision, though. Um, and I feel like that's something that will come with experience in the NFL playing professionally. He will gain that. So I'm not too worried about that. Last thing that I didn't like is he does have a little bit of a medical question mark as well. He did suffer a knee injury in 2021 um, that sidelined him after only six games. So that is one thing to look out for. But overall, I'm just go ahead and give my grade on this pickup um, with the 14th pick, considering that we got him at 14, but he was a top five prospect. I'm going to give this pick an A. I'm going uh, to give it an A. I know it wasn't like the uh, the biggest need that we had, but you're talking about the best safety in the draft. Somebody who can turn into one of the best safeties in the league, probably. When you think, when you take all things considered, you know, his size, his frame, things like that. Um, but yeah, that's the only other thing that I had a question mark about was his injury history. So what's your overall grade of Kyle Hamilton, simply? So I'm going to think about it now. Going into the offseason, how many... How many sideline to sideline safeties would you say we had on this team? Just just going into the to the free agency. I mean, pro- excuse me, probably like none. Honestly, sideline to sideline. Now we have two. We <laughs> two, have we yeah. have Marcus Williams, and now we have Kyle Hamilton. And what yeah. I love about this most is that I've seen people talk about Mike McDonald's defense, how he will run three safeties. So I'm not sure if we do. I, I think we'll keep Chuck Clark, honestly, unless we trade him, maybe get a a vet receiver for him. Not sure what's yeah. going on with that. I'm not going to speculate because I don't, the sources haven't been the most reliable. I'll just leave it at that. Right. So having now 
three solids. I mean, well, two solid safeties. I think one above average in Marcus Williams. Now you have Hamilton, you have Clark, who Clark can play in the box too. Mm-hmm. Clark, you know, knows this. Well, not even knows the defense. I don't know what this defense is, but seeing that, it's like we're bringing just a different, a different look to defenses now. I mean, offenses. And yeah. on his first play for Notre Dame, you know what? You know what Kyle Hamilton did. You know what it What's was. That? It was a pick six. You know, who t- you know who tipped the pass that he caught? Who's that? Dalen Hayes. You know who Dalen Hayes plays? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, forgot I forgot he went to Notre Dame. Exactly, and they were. T- yeah. I mean, you know, he, he was psyched about it. So I'm looking at that. I'm looking at what we were lacking and what we have been lacking is playmakers getting those turnovers. I can't. Yeah. What? How many turnovers did we have via interception last year? I know Clark had two against <sighs> the Rams. It's very hard to think about. Yeah, it was slim pickings. Exactly. So if yeah. we can just we're bringing in guys now who are proven playmakers, and with Marcus Peters coming back fully healthy, fingers crossed, more of those mm. turnovers, getting our offense the ball more on shorter field, I love it. I'm gonna go with an A as well. Okay, and our guy King, King in the house, what's going on, man? Appreciate you for coming through. He agrees, gives it an A grade. Go ahead and drop your grades. Drop your grades for Kyle Hamilton right here, right now in the live chat. If you're part of the hashtag Replay Gang, leave it down below in the comments, and make sure you join us for the next live purple rain podcast stream because it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun we go back and forth with you guys um josh price in the building says yo my guys what's going on josh appreciate you for pulling up showing out and supporting um let's see our guy gerald says it's an a um yolanda says it's an a jabari says it's an a bryce says it's a solid a j prime a xavier a plus light skin zulu a plus okay so yeah we're pretty much on the greens yeah for sure that's good yeah, that's very good. That's very good. And I think that the Ravens would agree as well, or else they probably wouldn't have picked him at 14. But all right, let's go ahead and move on to the next uh, draft pickup, which was Tyler Linderbaum, who was big selected. Big smoke screen thrown at us. Big smoke screen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We weren't going to get a center in the first round, I thought. Wasn't going to happen. Mm. Unless you got two draft picks in the first round, you know. There you go, exactly. So it's like a lot of stuff happened leading up to us getting the 25th (laughs) pick, right? So we traded Hollywood Brown to the Cardinals for the 23rd pick, and then we traded the 23rd pick to the Bills (laughs) um, to get the 25th pick and picked up Tyler Linderbaum. Yeah, musical chairs that the Ravens were playing on uh, on Thursday night with the draft. And me and Alex were just sitting here in shock. Like, we thought we were going to be able to get off stream after the 14th pick, and it it did not end up that way. We had to wait. The wait Hamilton on. pick, we're like, okay, well, yeah. we're about to wrap it up. And like, wait, whoa, yeah, this just happened. yeah, that just happened exactly. Um, so yeah, Tyler Linderbaum, center out of Iowa, was selected with a 25th pick in the first round. Um, Alex, I want to let you go ahead and go first and give your thoughts on him and give your overall grade. Then I'll go second. All right, I'm going to start off with a quote from him. All right, sure. this is a quote from the man himself, Linderbaum on Lamar Jackson. My job mm-hmm. is to protect him. I'm excited mm-hmm. to get the opportunity every snap, every down. I'm going to have to bring it. Yeah. That right there sounds like it came from Ryan Jensen himself, another center who I think who I, I'm in love with. All right, the mentality, having to protect him. You know, yeah. I love that he is great in the passing game. I think that's where we lack is the pass protection sometimes. The ru- mm-hmm. the run protection, it's good. I mean, I think it doesn't fail on us. But I look at these playoff games. Lamar's getting sacked. Lamar's running for his life, having to just make these plays i'm like we're finally going to have a center who is a center like we're we're not getting a guy from bozeman who was playing left guard who played center in college putting him back at center not getting makari who was playing right tackle you know we're not having an undrafted free agent like Ascura, like a makari we're getting a first round pick yeah thank god it's like this right here is 
all we've been asking for. And you know who else I believe went to Iowa? Hmm. One Marshall Yanda. Ooh, throwing it back. Yeah, Marshall Yanda. I love that. Hmm. And I'm just going to throw it back even more. Linderbaum in high school, he pinned Tristan Wirfs. You know, hmm. all pro lineman, played for the Bucks, yeah. won a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're getting we're getting a mauler. All right. That right there, we're, we're protecting eight. Give me more. Love it. Yeah, I love it. Um, Twisted Purple Bird loves it as well. Says, love the center pickup. Thank you so much for the Super Chat donation, by the way, Twisted Purple Bird. We appreciate you so much for making it rain here on episode 108 of the Purple Rain podcast. We appreciate you. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, everything you said was just spot on 100%. I mean, and I think my guy Josh kind of hits the nail on the head right here. He says, we have a center for the next 10 years. We don't have to worry about the O-line, hopefully. A plus from him. Yeah, I mean, stability is what you're looking for in the draft. I feel like you're not looking for, you know, necessarily like a star, you know, unless you're picking in the top five to seven players, you know, after that, it's just kind of like, okay, this guy is really good. He has potential to be really good in the NFL. Uh, Tyler Linderbaum happens to be the best center in this draft, just like Kyle Hamilton was the best safety in this draft. So it's very realistic that we can have him going forward for the next at least six to 10 years, you know, something like that. So but what I really liked about Tyler Linderbaum is that uh, first thing was he plays with good pad level, especially for a center uh, who has to focus on snapping the football. The second thing is that snapping the football, he's actually really, really good at, you know, which is something that (laughs) finally, (laughs) finally. Right. So like snapping the football, Lamar Jackson has had to worry about um, the football going east, west, north, south. Um, especially because, you know, we play in shotgun a lot. So with this here, this really, really does kind of give you more stability at that spot because, like I always say on the Purple Rain podcast, and if you're new here, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Um, I always say it. Every single offensive play is fully reliant on the center doing his job and doing his job well and consistently. So if he can provide that for the Ravens, you know, that's just invaluable right there. Uh, Another thing. That I really liked about Tyler Linderbaum, he does get to the second level really well, which is important for a run-heavy offense. You know, he's he's getting off of the nose tackle for whatever you know whatever team still use nose tackles. He's getting off the nose tackle, gets to the second level to the linebackers, so a guy like Gus Edwards can get that extra four or five yards. J.K. Dobbins can <laughs> get out around the edge. You know, exactly, exactly. I can't wait to have those guys back either. Um, another thing I like, he's a very intelligent center. He understands where and when he needs to help out his teammates. That's important too for a center. Right. So a lot of times, a lot of teams nowadays don't use nose tackles uh, specifically. But when you have when you're a center, you have to be able to help out your left guard and your right guard. So I'm talking about Ben Cleveland or Ben Powers and then Kevin Zeitler. Now, Zeitler, he's really good. He's consistent. You know, we picked him up. He was probably one of the best, you know, free agent acquisitions we got. Yeah. Value wise last year. Um, So getting. Uh, a Tyler Linderbaum right there and then having a big behemoth body in Ben Cleveland next to him. I don't think he's going to have any problems helping out those guys, the vet on the right side. And then the young guy who's just extremely talented and like just huge for his size. Like it's going to be great. It's going to be great. He knows how to help out his guys. And if you watch the tape, you'll see that. Um, And yeah, the only thing that I didn't like about Tyler Linderbaum is he's not as big and strong as we would like to have for a center, but that's something that I feel like can be developed as well. You know, the training regimen for the Ravens is is pretty brutal. Hopefully, they'll, yeah. they'll scale it back a little bit this year so we you can cut down on those will. injuries. You yeah, think I think they will. I think they said they would, right? I think they, they said better. they would. They better. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's just a little bit undersized for the position, but I don't see that being a problem come maybe two years from now. So, 
overall, I'm going to give that grade, that's an A. That's another A. King says it here. It's another A. It's got to be. Yeah. I mean, it's, I I do trust, like, no no offense to Makari, but this is the same guy who said it was too loud in the 6,000 packed, what, Bill Stadium? Yeah. Linderbaum, I mean, center through and through, and then Makari will be our sixth lineman. I mean, I think just make, I mean, it's just, we got protection everywhere, and if Stanley isn't ready, you know you can throw Makari at tackle as well. So. Yeah, exactly. That's another beautiful thing about you know assuring up the offensive line. Patrick Makari, he can be a plug and play guy, you know, all season long. Or go so. jumbo, pull him in sick. You never know. Right. We won't be having yeah. Patrick Ricard be an extra lineman now. Right, Definitely right. <laughs> yeah. Um, let me see. Black Daniels says here, building a wall for Lamar immediately elevates his ability to carve defenses up through the air or with his legs. Yeah. I mean, absolutely right there. Um, you know, the reason why the main reason why I give this pick an A is because it's Lamar help. You know, Lamar help is you can't hate that. You can't hate that. <laughs> you literally cannot help. You cannot hate a Lamar help like at all, because that's what we need. We need to build an offensive line in front of him to uh, keep him clean in the pocket, because we saw what he could do back in 2019 when he had a clean pocket, you know, um, even with those receivers. And we'll get to that in a little bit, too. Um, let me see. So we have over 70 people watching live right now. Thank, thank you guys thank you, thank so, so much for tuning into this episode. Episode 108 of the Purple Rain Podcast. Make sure you guys go ahead and like the video. Like this video while you're in here. Just everybody, just leave a thumbs up. Leave a thumbs up. Um, also, if you're new to the channel and you're enjoying the content so far, make sure you hit that subscribe button as well because that helps us out a ton too. All right. So, all right. Let's go ahead and see what you guys are saying about this. So, A, obvious A. Yeah. I mean, we're all in agreement there too. Love it. Love it. Um, yeah. Yeah. We're all in agreement there. So, let's go ahead and move right along, shall we? To the, yeah. So, the third draft pick, the third selection that the Ravens made came in round two, pick 45, mm-hmm. outside linebacker David Ajabo out of Michigan. Now, this one is interesting. For a lot of different reasons, and we're going to get into it. Yeah. But Alex, what was your thoughts on? And we made a video about this too, yeah. instantly after yeah. it happened. But your your collected thoughts on David Ajabo being drafted to the Ravens? After learning more about Ajabo, like I'm kind of biased towards him. Grew up mm. playing soccer, my favorite sport. Mm. Ah, this this could easily be my favorite pick of the draft. On like okay. I just the way that he's just been through so much. Um, it's just as a person, like it's kind of kind of like a like a hollywood story you know i know hollywood's kind of a soft spot for ravens fans but the guy gets hurt um okay he's not gonna be a first round anymore gets drafted to the team where oh my god his defensive coordinator is now coaching and where a guy in adolph Elway he's been playing with you know been known for how long i mean it's just it's gonna make it easier for him to come back and just have that much of an impact and i think the best place for him to get drafted was here because we have the defensive coordinator who knows how to use him, who knows mm-hmm. what he's best at, and who helped make him into a first-round prospect with yeah. being mocked, what, top 16, top 15 in the draft. And I'm not going to say it's going to be an A or A+. Plus. I'm going to give it a B plus. Um, he's not yeah. going to be able to you know, play until, I think, October, maybe November. Don't rush him back. It's not worth it. We've seen that last year. But he does have the traits of a good, good edge rusher. And if this hits, you have Owe Ojabo. I'm going to call him OVO. That's I think that's going to be the name for them. I'm, I'm going to stick with OVO. Okay. Um, we'll have OVO for the next four years guaranteed, three and a half. But that's just that. Well, yeah, I mean, I kind of agree with the B-plus right there. Um, 
I would say I'm gonna give it a solid B. I'll take I take the that. plus away. I'm biased. I'm I was biased. <laughs> this one. Yeah, I mean, and I kind of say that only because what Black Daniel says here. It says lack of immediate impact and, you know, yeah. injuries can linger around, too. We don't know the whole story with that. Like Hollywood. Um, We've yeah. The first year. Liz exactly. But other than the injury and just the fact that he won't be able to play right away, I also really love this pick for a lot of the reasons that you mentioned. Now, the biggest uh, reason being Mike McDonald. That's his coach. That's his coach, man. And like you said, nobody knows this kid, David Ajabo, better than Mike McDonald does, you know? Yeah. And Mike McDonald, let's just let's just talk about him for a second. He is cuz David Ajabo talked about him in an interview that he had with somebody I was watching earlier. Um, he basically said that Dave, uh, Mike McDonald, he comes in the locker room with a lot of young, exciting, upbeat energy. You know, it's more relatable to the guys and he says that translates well to the field. You know, and it helped him a lot. And it helped Aiden Hutchinson a lot out as well. You know, number two overall pick. Number two overall draft pick. <laughs> um, so, you know, that's what I really like about him. And a couple other things, he has really active hands, always looking to pull an arm off the ball or poke at the ball. He had five forced fumbles last year alone. Another, another playmaker to, to get some more turnovers? Hey, mean, look, you remember? Oh, I had rem- three fumbles last year. I was just going to bring it up. Oh, okay. Remember, hey, we're, we're, look, we're, <laughs> we're here with it. We're here with it, Alex. So, oh, wait, last year, you guys remember the Chiefs game, right? Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> We're up. How many points were we up when they were making that uh, last drive? Remember? I believe I one, one or two points. One or two one points. Exactly. And they were marching. They were marching. Uh, but they handed the ball off to Clyde Edwards Hilaire, and Odafe Owe came around the edge, mm. stuck his hand in there, poked it out. Oh. Ravens win. You know? And he recovered it. He recovered, and he recovered it, too. It. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Just insane yeah. athleticism. Ojabo, I see a lot of the same traits in him as well. When I was watching his tape, he loves to poke at the ball, you know, get an arm off the quarterback so he can kind of drop the ball, that sort of thing. Another thing, he finishes plays. He finishes plays. You know, if he's if he sees a quarterback in the pocket, he's not letting you spin out. He's not letting you do this, that, or evade him like a Joe Burrow would do, like a, you know, some of these other guys, you know. He is finishing these plays. He's finishing his sacks. That's why he had he had 11 last year. 11 sacks last year at Michigan. Only three fewer mm. than one, again, Aiden Hutchinson. And mm, this is, again, David Ajabo was a top 10 prospect. He was a top 10 prospect before the injury. They were getting all the buzz. So, Michigan, the yeah. Michigan edge rushers were getting all the buzz. I remember that. Yeah. So, I mean, 11 sacks mm-hmm. last year, 12 tackles for loss. 12 tackles for loss. Yeah. We're talking about a tackle, uh, depending how many yards it is, and that can just ruin a whole drive for teams. Oh, yeah. I mean, exactly. I, I think – now, if I don't want to get anybody hopes up, anybody's hopes up, but, like, having this duo is kind of like, you know, like a Suggs and Doomer, but, like, we actually have two guys that can – always showed a lot the first half of the year when he was fully healthy. Now, with right. Ajabo coming in, who knows what we have. I think we have our edge rushers for the future. And along with the Ty Bowser, who led the team in sacks last mm, year. Talk about it, yeah. Are we finally yeah. going to have, like, that team that's known for getting sacks? Can it happen? Because I, I missed it. Jesus Christ, man. I, like like I said on the uh, the live stream last Thursday, man, I don't care who we draft. I just know one thing is for certain. Like, we do not need to be bottom half in the league in sacks. That's just it not. Can't it can't happen. It can't happen. It's not winning football. It never has been, never will be. I've said that before, too. A um, couple other things. Um, he's the guy is a little bit inexperienced. He hasn't been playing football all of his life, um, which is why a lot of people kind of knock him. But the lack of experience does not bother me at all. So, again, he gets his college coach in the NFL. 
which will definitely help him in the transition, right? Um, and the Ravens have a history of developing defensive players, just overall in general. Uh, yeah, like so Hamilton you take talked about it. Mm, yeah, you so you take lack of experience plus um, still having production because, like I said, eleven sacks, twelve tackles for loss in thirteen games. Lack of experience plus production equals crazy potential in the NFL. You know, so very excited to see what we can get from him. Um, not really too many things I didn't like. You know, he doesn't have an array of pass rush moves yet. I saw about two to three that he really likes. He really likes like this uh, inside crossover step. Um, he likes the spin move as well. And that spin move is that spin move yeah. was lethal. That spin, that spin move, move was nasty. Yeah. He got a couple of sacks with that. That definitely was lethal. And depending on the tackles we're playing, yeah, could get somebody. Right. Um, but yeah, those are the things I liked about David Ajabo. All in all, you said you were giving it a B plus. I'm gonna give it a B. Um, let me see what you guys are saying here in the live chat. If you're not watching live right now, part of the hashtag replay gang, make sure you put your comments down below. But we have almost 100 people watching live right oh, now. So you. big, thank big you. shout out to you guys. Thank you guys so, so much for coming through to this episode 108 of the Purple Rain podcast. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. If you're watching on Twitter, hey, maybe hop over to YouTube and retweet. Oh, yeah. Or you can retweet. Right. Exactly. It's just oh man, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. PRP in multiple places now. Um, but yeah. Bryce says B plus. Uh, Ramel Bryant says A. Uh, okay, yeah, the spin move. Team Ramey likes that spin. <laughs> Dapper Don's makes a good point here. It says Oway was in the same boat too with the lack of experience. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. Oway didn't even have the production coming out of college. He had no sacks. <laughs> no sacks is his final year at Penn State. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. Exactly. So super excited. I might give it a B plus just because of that alone. I, I think the the Mike McDonald him being a defensive coordinator mm. bumped me up from a B to a B plus. Honestly, yeah. I, I just yeah. think that's what did it for me. Let's see. Raven Ron says a C minus, C minus on that one. Okay, all right. Um, Gerald says for real, I'm not used to seeing the Ravens D not be able to sack the QB on the regular. Uh, Black Daniel says in the risk versus reward convo, I think there is much more reward than risk. We just have to play his rehab correctly. Yes, that's huge. That's huge. Yeah. Do not rush him back, right? That's and honestly, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't be opposed to bringing back a Justin Houston at this point. I know it's not what you know will wow you, but I would rather have that than rushing back with Jabo. I mean, and I have no problem with Justin Houston. Justin Houston's yeah. actually played pretty well for us, especially can like help, can help him out. Yeah, late in games, like he made like some veteran plays that kind of like swung he, the pendulum. He got a sack taken away from him in the Colts game. But did yeah, he did yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I love that you guys are chiming in here in the chat. Make sure if you're not if you're not chiming in, put something in the comments, man. Let us know you're here. You know, don't be shy. This is don't shy. right. Don't be shy. This is a give and take. We're all talking. Um, me and Alex and the entire Rain Gang as well. And thank all of you guys who are a part of the Rain Gang. All the subscribers on YouTube, everybody who follows us on Instagram. We love all you guys' support. We appreciate it as well. We couldn't be anywhere near where we are today without all of you guys. So, yeah. Uh, let's see. Raven Ron says, let Ojabo rest a year. Don't need another Ronnie Stanley-type setback. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. All right. So we're going to go ahead and move on to the next, next prospect. Yeah. The next, I know uh, this one is actually Christopher Swain's favorite pick. Told me this personally. Told yeah. This. Yeah. It is uh, Travis Jones, defensive mm. tackle out of Connecticut. Yep. And I know I was making his video. Do you know how hard it was to find like Connecticut football games online? It's insane. <laughs> it, it's literally like it was I could find like my whole family history before I find like more Connecticut football games. It was so tough. Yeah. But the the crazy thing, like the thing that impressed me the most out of him 
wasn't from a Connecticut football game. It was from the Senior Bowl. When this mm. man took first-round pick offensive lineman Cole Strange Ooh. and mauled him to the ground like it was nothing. Shout out to the Patriots. Yeah, I, I mean, Sean McVay and Lesney were apt, like kind of they were just laughing at them, clowning um, <laughs> That right there was just they, they. This guy, some people had a mock number thirty-three, like second round, first pick, mm. and I was wondering, I'm like, why hasn't that guy from Connecticut been taken yet? And lo and behold, the Ravens got him. And yeah. what I do like about him is he can bring an interior pass rush. Yes, you were talking about that. You know that that's why you wanted Jordan Davis. Yep. So the fact it's kind of like we're getting the next best thing to him. I love yeah. it. Um, we're definitely beefing up that line. I love oh, to yeah. see it. Yeah. I mean, overall draft grade. I'll go A minus. A minus. A minus. Okay. I, I think I think this one here. People had a mock as a first rounder too. Yeah. Crazy. I I'm I'm gonna drop the minus. I'm gonna give it a straight up A. And here's why. Yep. I, I love this pick. I love this pick for the reasons that you just said, too. Like you said, I was really big on Jordan Davis because he could generate interior pressure. Come to find out, Travis Jones can do that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he is a a beast when it, when it comes to, like, size and strength. He's a monster. Uh, and you can just go and watch some of, like, his tape, his push-pull instinct. Like, it, it's just he's throwing guys on the ground, you know, centers on the ground. Star. Exactly. Dare, Monstar. Dare He's the Dare newest addition. Dare Travis Jones is the newest addition to the Monstars. And the best part about it, he gets to learn from the Monstars, right? Mm. These veterans, Calais Campbell, Derek Wolf, Brandon Williams, like all these guys. He gets I to think learn Williams from. is still a free agent, though. I think Williams is a free agent. Is he? But oh, okay. I'll swap Michael that Pierce. with Michael Pierce. Michael Pierce. Right, 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 right. Um, but yeah, he gets to learn from all of these guys. And another thing is that interior pressure is so important because when you can push a quarterback's center into his lap, that immediately brings his eyes down, right? And off of the receivers downfield, you know, and that's important. So that's that senior bowl clip has been living rent free in my head. I, I don't mm. think like I just, that's so satisfying just yeah. seeing not, not for the offensive lineman and not seeing it. Let's say we got a lineman that happened to him. Uh, that's just, I love to see it. Love to see yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, imagine the Ravens defense generating interior pressure, interior pressure, all while at the same time, you got Owe on this side and Ojabo on the other side just flying off the edge. Oh, my goodness. Quarterbacks beware. Quarterbacks beware. It's going to be nasty. Um, You know, only thing that I didn't really like uh, based off of what I saw and what I was reading about him. Uh, has a little bit of inconsistency shedding blockers. Didn't doesn't particularly do too well against double teams. Most guys don't though, so I'm not really too worried about that. I mean, Chris um, so, Gamble was triple team last year against the Dolphins. Took out, he took right. out half the line. I, I found that found that video again. I have to pull it up. It's hilarious. Yeah, Garnett West says it here. Travis Jones can get sacks. I think he had like four sacks last year. And shout out to Garnett because Garnett actually this is the past few years he called getting Bateman. Now he called getting Linderbaum. Okay. I thought this man this man has. A crystal ball tournament as crystal ball. Garnett the genie. Shout out yeah. to you, man. Yeah. So overall, like I said, I'm gonna give this pick an A. I see you guys down here. What are you guys saying? Go ahead and drop your grades. Drop your grades for Travis Jones right now. Bryce H says A minus. Okay. Team Ramey says A. I like it. Um, what else are you guys saying here? Jabari Cruz Ellis chimes in and says, A, he can push the pocket and is powerful and some athleticism. If he played in a team in a better conference like the SEC, Big 12, or Big 10, he would have been a high second round or a late first round. So, yeah, I mean, another steal. 
another steal. That was the thing about this draft, dude. So the first four picks were just absolute steals. Like everybody kind of arguably all first round talents. Yeah, arguably. I'm not saying they were. Arguably. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love to see it. Uh, over 100 people watching live right now. Thank you Thank guys you so much, much for tuning into this Love episode it. of PRP, episode 108 of Purple Rain Podcast. And everybody's saying A in some capacity here. I see some A's, some A minuses, A pluses. Uh, showcase says an EDC we trust. <laughs> a for Jones, A plus. Yeah. I like that. Cool, cool, cool. For sure. Let's go ahead and move on to the next selection that the Ravens made in the draft. Uh, so this was our first fourth round pick. Of our six fourth round picks. Oh right? my god, we're not home with this. We're gonna have so <laughs> right, exactly. So, with the 119th pick in the NFL draft, the Ravens selected Jalen Armour Davis, a cornerback out of Alabama. Now, Wait, this is I a think I think it was Dan- Daniel Falele. Oh, you? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was one down. I was one down. You're good. My you're bad. good. You're good. Listen, tackle like Daniel Falele. There's all these fourth round picks. You're good. There's so many fourth rounders, right? <laughs> So many fourth rounders. But Daniel Falele, we're going to get to Jalen Armour Davis right after that. But Daniel Falele, tackle out of Minnesota with the 110th pick. I was yeah. getting a little bit ahead of myself. Uh, that one, I had some mixed emotions about uh, this pickup here. There are roomies in college. Oh, really? They I did not roomies. know that. Yeah, maybe they can room again. Probably not. Wow. Yeah. I didn't and know that's that. The second, that's the second like little like nice little tidbit. It's like you had Owen Ojabo, and now you have Falele and Bateman. Didn't know that. I mean, I saw he went to Minnesota. I was like, oh, cool. You know, Bateman went to Minnesota. That's that's cool. Yeah. But the fact that they were roommates, that's totally different level. If They're you didn't roommates. know, now you know. You heard it here first in the Purple Rain podcast. Make sure you like the video for my guy Simply as 10 doing his research. You know what I mean? I saw it on Twitter. They tweeted it out. I thought I was like, oh, lit. Amen. Cool. Amen. <laughs> Twitter is news. Twitter is information. Yeah, it is. Um, it is. And I didn't know that, so I appreciate it. But uh, I'll go ahead and start with Daniel Falele. Um, what I liked about him, only one sack allowed in 777 snaps. It's kind of lucky, you know, if you think about it. In a senior season, one sack allowed in 777 snaps. That's crazy. Ooh. And another thing I like, he's been pretty injury-free as well. And another thing is that this pickup right here, it adds good depth at the tackle position, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, he was primarily playing right tackle, I believe, at Minnesota. We just picked up Morgan Moses to play that position, so... You know, just having kind of some insurance just in case Morgan Moses is not working out. Maybe goes down with an injury, God forbid. Um, Falele is there. (laughs) Knock on wood. Exactly. Uh, What I didn't really like about the Daniel Falele pick is that (sighs) here's what I do and don't like. It's kind of like I I like this, but I don't like this as well. His size. The guy is six foot nine. Mm. Six foot nine. Now, that can be good. You might think the bigger the better when it comes to football, but. For an offensive tackle, being That's, that tall can kind of be detrimental. You look at Alejandro Villanueva. He was like what six seven, six eight, something like that. Yeah. Uh, he had a he had a, a really hard time with a lot of speed edge rushers. They were able to get right around him because he's too Watt tall. Garrett. You know, mm. you you get low and you you kind of give him a hook with the arm. You can get around him. You can get around taller guys. You know, That's the only thing that really concerns me with him. Um, lack of the uh, lack the ability to stop a bending edge rusher uh, because they're able to get underneath so easily. So that's the only thing I didn't like. All in all, I'm gonna give this pick a C plus. Okay. I'm gonna okay. give it a C plus. Okay. Uh, what did you think about him though? I definitely agree with you. I mean, it's a developmental pick. Uh, what I do like about it is that he's gonna be the third choice right tackle if Jawan James. If that that's the biggest if I'm gonna say today. If mm. he even plays for us plays a snap for us even in preseason 
yeah. that's um that's my only worry. Six foot eight, three eighty four, or six foot nine. I don't know what his. That's just his mammoth of a man. And some people are saying man, like yeah. they were kind of comparing him to Orlando Brown, um, mm. but the whole right tackle, left tackle thing. I hope he doesn't get playtime this year because that means something bad happened. But it wouldn't surprise me if maybe he looks really good and maybe we cut ties to Morgan Moses next year. We could have a right tackle for the future. Not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna say anything, but we could have maybe Stanley and Flele for what the next three three years. Yeah. yeah. So I definitely it it took a weight off my 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 shoulders, my chest. Don't know which what to say because we're actually you know protecting our quarterback. Yes, right? yes, yes, and yes, and exactly. just like. I was expecting a lineman, and I'm not going to hate it. Why would I hate trying to protect him? Lamar, it's not going to happen. Exactly, yeah, can't be mad not at. Happen. And this guy <laughs> played fullback. They, he scored a touchdown. I love that. They put yeah. him in a fullback, and he's ran it in. <laughs> what a surprise <laughs> me! They bring him in. He does, he does a eligible uh, lineman. He'll go and catch a touchdown. But I'm going to give this a B minus, B minus, C plus. Okay. I'm right there with you. Okay. He's not. He's not going to be a day one starter. And if he is, gotcha. that means he's either really, really good, or something bad happened. Yeah. Uh, Lisa Frankel says Jonathan Ogden was six foot eight, three hundred plus pounds, and he won a Super Bowl. Ogden was different. Yeah, yeah different. it was. It was. Um, let's see. Lil said it says A minus. Um, Bryce H says B. Let's see. Spooky J says A. Um, a minus from Lisa. Justin says A. Ours can clearly go up. This is just right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jonathan Washington Jr. says a B plus for that pick. Uh, Raven Ron says C plus. We'll start in for Morgan Moses in 2023. I would hope so, honestly. I would hope so. Uh, yeah. And Black Daniel says they're going to condition this dude. He's no stranger to the grind. Bro played rugby in Australia. No, that's one okay. sport I would never play. No. <laughs> no. It's definitely a rough, brutal yeah. sport for sure. Uh, yeah. So, NFL process B plus. Kimberly says A. So, we're kind of a little bit all over the place with that one. Like I said, I'm rocking with my C plus on that. And the plus is because it's Lamar help and I can never be mad at that. Um, but not going to be an instant impact guy, which is not what you're necessarily expecting out of a fourth rounder. Um, but again, the main reason why I give it a C plus is because I'm, I'm kind of traumatized from those super tall offensive tackles and what I've seen happen to them. Yeah. Um, so, but we'll see. We'll see. Now. So now. Jalen yeah. Armour Davis, you you got a little bit. Jalen Armour Davis, I did, yeah. Uh, round four, number one nineteen overall. I mean, mm. it, it, it it was gonna happen. Alabama, it was gonna. Yeah. I mean, you know we love Bama, and it's funny because you know we let one Bama corner in Anthony Averettwall. Hey, we'll bring in another one, and that one mm. was Jalen Armour Davis. How do you feel about it? Um, this is a pickup that I actually. I really liked, I can't say I love, but I really liked it. Uh, number one, because, you know, depth at corner is something that we really, really need right now. Past two seasons, we've kind of been spread thin, especially later in the season when injuries start to pile up, mm. things like that. I will never forget Devontae Harris getting exposed by Baker Mayfield, who can't even find a football team to play on right now. Just time, like play after play, just complete, like just going after the, this guy. So The Monday night game? The Monday night game, you got it. Yeah. So... We all remember that. Now, <laughs> what I do like about this kid, he has an aggressive play style. Great for man coverage, you know, press coverage. I don't think that he's going to be getting bullied by anybody. I don't. No. No. Um, this kid is from Mobile, Alabama. Went to Alabama. Homegrown kid. Um, also, he's a heads-up player, too. 
heads up player. Like he's an opportunist. If he sees the ball ball in the air, he's gonna go after it. You know, and most times he's coming down with it. I saw his highlights. He actually had a couple picks um, mm-hmm. in his last season. So I really like that. He's a fast guy as well. Ran a four three nine. 439, which is going to be good uh, when you're having to keep up with some of these speedy receivers that are in the league nowadays, you know. So I like those things about him. He also rallies to the football, even against the run game. You know, if he sees a running back with the football, he is not afraid to go right after them, which I love. Him and Kyle Hamilton on the field at the same time, they're going to be flying everywhere around the field, and I love that. A um, couple things I didn't really like about Jalen Armour Davis, he does get a little bit handsy at times, which can lead to pass interference, and we don't want that, of course, Um Coaches are going to have to coach him up on the where to keep his hands when he's downfield with some of these faster guys, some of these more talented guys, even with bigger frames as well. Um, but yeah, and the last thing I didn't really like too much about Jalen Armour Davis does have an injury history, mm-hmm. a little bit of an injury history, a hip and a knee problem, which can, you know, that can kind of hurt us in, a, in, the, in the long run. Last thing is that he's kind of fairly inexperienced as well. So, you know. Those things, everything considered, I would probably give this pickup like a, I'm going to give it a B minus. I'm going to give it a B minus. And I give it a B minus OB overall because it's depth at the corner position. And we know, like I said, again, we've been lacking at corner for a while, you know, in terms of depth. We have stars at corner, but after them, if they go down, it's slim pickings again. (laughs) So, yeah, I would give it a, uh, I would give it a B minus. But what do you think about it? You kind of took everything that I was going to say, mainly with the whole injury history and how he is inexperienced. Um, I'm talking about, you know, the other corners on this team. I'll just, I'll name you them. Kevon yeah. Seymour, Iman Marshall, Robert Jackson, Kevin Tolliver II. Uh, out of those four, they have no career interceptions. Hmm. So we had to get corners at some point. I'm yeah. like, you know, why not go back to the college where we've gotten, I think, this is right now our 12th Alabama player selected from them. Why not go back there and get another one? We did yeah. that. He definitely – what we did do this draft is we got players who are playmakers and who – they do want to catch the ball. They do want to get a pick. do want to, you know, go for it like Nujabo, go for forced fumbles. Yeah. I think they saw last year how the lack of just turnovers and us losing that turnover battle consistently game by game by game by game, you know, it started to take a toll. So, yeah. you know, even if he gets two interceptions, you don't know when they're going to be. They could come at great times. Um, I'm going to rock with you there. B minus. Um, it's not like he's going to be starting, and he, he shouldn't be starting. So mm. he can learn from another great Alabama corner, Marlon Humphrey and yeah. Marcus Peters. And who knows? There are still some corners on the market who we could pick up. So B minus for me. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, we're both in agreement there. B minus from the both of us. Let me see what you guys are saying here in the chat. Again, if you're a part of the hashtag replay game, make sure you leave your comments down below on what you think about this pick. Bryce says it's a B pick. Black Daniel says it's a solid C. Kid has an awareness for the ball in the air. Doesn't shy away from contact either. Very aggressive in man coverage. Yeah. Um, he can hit. He can hit hard, yeah. too. Justin Roberts says it here. He's a thumper. Good thumper. feet. Jabari Cruz Ellis gives it a B-. Uh, Shino says C for depth. Lisa says A-. minus. King, B-. minus B. So we're kind of around the same grades here. I like that. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> I see a couple people bringing up Iman Marshall in the chat. Yeah, he's he's invisible. There, I like. Do we know what he looks like? Yeah, I'm, and I'm not. I'm not trying to be funny. If you gate, like, I walk by him, I wouldn't know who he is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, before yeah. we move on, we okay. do have 58 likes and 110 people watching. Ooh. We get some more likes, please. Yes. Feel free to like, like the, the video, video, subscribe yeah. if you're new, and if you want to stick around, you can also subscribe too. 
Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and big shout out again to everybody who's watching live on Twitter right now. This is the first episode Yo. that we put on Twitter. Uh, hello, you guys. If you haven't already, make sure you retweet the link to the live stream. You know, we want this all the voices sound like you don't it. know. By the way, exactly, exactly. Yeah. If you didn't know, now you know. Uh, so let's go ahead and get to the next pick. Uh, another fourth round pickup. This one is yeah. Charlie Kolar. Surprise, um, surprise. Iowa State. Tight end. A tight end. Uh, now, this one, drafting tight end is kind of, like, weird for me because it's like I always think of Mark Andrews. You know, it's like we have Mark Andrews. There's other positions that we can address. But at the same time, you got to look back at, you know, the 2019 season as well when we were using multiple tight ends at the same time. Uh, yeah. I feel like maybe this is indicative of us trying to do that again. Now, I think it is. Charlie Kalar, I'm just going to get right into it. The things that I like about him, uh, the first thing is he has great size. He's six foot six and 256 Woo! pounds. Six foot six is taller than Mark Andrews, is taller than Travis Kelsey, is taller than most other guys in the league at the tight end position for sure. Um, so that tells you right there, he's got a great catch radius. He only had five drops in 48 games. He's a safe target for Lamar. Big catch radius, safe target for him. He has good hands and good body control as well. So he can make catches outside of his frame, which is really good. So when you talk about a red zone target, this is your guy. This is your guy. While Mandrews is getting double teamed, this guy is somewhere on the field with I'll a one-on-one matchup. Exactly. Exactly. He's somewhere on the field with a one-on-one matchup, and he's, you know, if the ball comes his way, he's going to come down with it. You know, even contested catches as well. 50-50 balls? I mean, the guy's 6'6". Six, six. He's six foot six. He should man. be playing power forward. Exactly. exactly. Well, I don't know about power forward at six okay. six. You probably got to be at least like six Long. eight, six nine. You know, but yeah. But but yeah. He I mean, should, he shouldn't be playing. He should be. He could be playing multiple sports. Oh, he could definitely, definitely. There goes um, the theory. Great athlete. So overall, I would give this pick an A. I'm gonna give it a solid A. You know, I don't feel like we reached for him. I feel like we got him at a good time, and I feel like he can really, really help this club. You know. Uh, in a lot of different ways as well. I mean, like I said, like you said, Mark Andrews might be getting double and triple teamed this year. So why not throw another tight end out there on the field, um, you know, and have him catch some passes too. What I didn't like about him, he's not a great pass blocker, you know, and we know when we have pass catchers on the field, whether you're a wide receiver, whether you're a tight end, you're going to have to block because we're a run-heavy offense. And, you know, that's probably the reason why Hollywood Brown requested a trade, but that's another story for another day. But, yeah, not a great pass blocker. Maybe he'll develop into being a better one, hopefully. Uh, and he has below average to average quickness and speed, you know. So we're, we're really looking at this guy as kind of like a uh, intermediate route. He's going to be putting pressure on linebackers, um, just like Mark Andrews does. And, you know, that's why I'm, I'm going to give this an A. I'm going to give this an A really because I just feel like he perfectly fits the Ravens' offense. Um, I'm going to go with a B plus. Um, hmm. mainly because the, this the six foot six. If he can play like that height, unlike yeah. some receivers we've seen in the past, hmm. not gonna name names. They're not a longer on the team. Um, yeah. I think he can be a great red zone target. And with Miles Boykin leaving, I, and with now Hollywood leaving, yeah, we, Mark Andrews does have the most touchdowns. And who's after that? Patrick Ricard. So. Hmm. You know, Lamar's going to maybe have to find himself a new, you know, go-to guy outside of Andrews. And that could be a Bateman or that could be another tight end now. That could be a Kolar or we'll talk about likely later. Uh, But I'll go with a B B plus. I mean, the 23 touchdowns college, that just, he knows how to find the end zone. I love it. You can't hate that. Can't hate it. You can't hate that at all. And with the run blocking, he he could always learn that from a guy like Nick Boyle, who is one of the best in the business. 
That's so true. I'm not, I'm not going to be too, too worried about that. Yeah. Um, let me see what you guys are saying. B plus plus. Okay. Um, a minus. I like that. I like that. Uh, a minus is from Jabari Cruz Ellis as well. B minus. B plus from Bryce. Okay. Okay. So this is we're kind of fair. similar on this as well. It's fair. It's fair. Like I said, I'm going with a uh, a solid A. I'm going with a solid A, especially considering where we got him in the draft. I feel like he could definitely be an impact player. Like you said, no Miles Boykin anymore, no Hollywood Brown. They might be bringing this kid on field early and often. You know, especially to get his, his sea legs under him blocking. Look for the preseason. He's going to be one of those guys in the preseason where we want to watch him. We want to we'll see what he does. We will be oh. talking about him for sure. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and move on to the next pickup here, which is going the to be the, one of the weirdest the, picks. Awesome. One of the weirder picks for sure. <laughs> so it was uh, Jordan Stout, a punter uh, out of Penn State. Now, not really too, kick, too much. A punter kicker. You can play both. Oh, can he? I didn't know that. He, he kicked a 57 yard field goal for Penn State, longest in their history. Oh. Also, did a fake, a fake punt through a dime. That's nice. That's nice. I mean,. I like this pick because, you know, Sam Cook's not going to be around forever. We know that. We're investing in our future with this pick up here. Uh, and Sam Cook, quite frankly, he is not the Sam Cook that he necessarily used to be. You know, he's not kicking the ball as far as he was when he was younger, that sort of thing. So, I mean, I, I like this pickup. I like this pickup. Bring in a Jordan Stout. Um, have him sit underneath Cook. You know, have him sit underneath Cook, kind of learn from him for a little while, and then he can step right in and fill that role so overall i'm giving that just just because it's like it's insurance for the future i'm gonna give that pick up an a people say it's weird but i'm gonna give it an a um i hope he's not on the field that much that means we're punting i think this pick and then our last pick our next pick could be more looking towards what is looking towards the future but with the cap hits on on nick boyle and with sam cook Mm. depending what they want to do with all these post-June 1st cuts. You know, you don't know who's going to get cut. There yeah. could be a receiver. It could be a cornerback. I think those are our two biggest needs right now. That gets cut. You never know. I'll, just, I'll give it a B, a solid B. Uh, mm. I don't know if it'll see the field this year and next year. But it's the fact he can do both kick and punt, which is which is nice, but I don't think he's going to ever be kicking. Sorry, mm. Tucker's here to stay. He is. He is. Absolutely. Um, Raven Ron says, grade D for dumb. Should have took punter, uh, punter in the sixth round. That's fair. That's fair. But, I mean, I don't know, man. Like I said, it's investing in the future. Because, like we said, Sam Cook's not going to be around uh, that much longer. And this guy, according to Simply AS10, he's pretty versatile, too. You know? He can punt. He can kick. He can do a little bit of everything when it comes to that. To the football side of football, that is. Um, so yeah, I'm going to give it an A, like I said, cause it's investing in the future. And also we can save cap space if we were to cut, uh, Sam Cook, but I don't see that happening anytime soon, but yeah. Uh, let's see, go ahead and I see most of you guys are saying A, B, I see C as well. So we're kind of all over the place. We're all it's over a, the place it's with a punter. Yeah. I'm not too. It's a punter. It's, it's not. <sighs> it's special teams. You know, the Ravens love their special teams. Yeah. I know John Harbaugh was salivating in the fact we drafted a punter in the fourth round. Yeah, yeah. That's that's another thing, too. You know how much John Harbaugh loves his special teams, especially originating as a special teams coach. So I can understand it. Lunch Break Hot Take is in the building. What's going says, on? says, what up? PSG? What's going on, boys? Appreciate you guys for coming through. Uh, make sure you guys go ahead and watch their draft review as well. I think they just posted theirs. Go and get them a 1,000 subs. Like right Yeah. Now. Subscribe. Ahead. Subscribe to their channel for sure. Uh, let's see. 
<laughs> Black Daniel says they were pushing P. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Um, let's go ahead and move on to the next one. We only have a couple more. A couple more. So the next one was going to be Isaiah Likely. Another tight end. This yeah. guy is out of Coastal Carolina University. Uh, By the way, this, before you start, yeah. have Go you ahead. seen their field? Have you seen their field? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. <laughs> I, I didn't know about it until recently. Love their field. So that's just we're, we're all fans of, you know, the, the different color fields. That's why growing up, Boise State was like my favorite college team just because they had a blue field. And that was different it's than so everybody tough. else. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Coastal Carolina. But Isaiah Likely, uh, tight end. This pick, I was not a fan of. Okay. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I was okay. not a fan, especially considering that we j- just picked up a tight end uh, two picks prior. You know, mm-hmm. So I'm going to just start it off with this. I'm going to give this pick a D. Okay. And, you know, it's just the main thing that I don't like about this. He's not particularly too fast. So I don't know. Because, like, uh, uh, one thing that he was doing at Coastal Carolina, he was, a, he was a pretty good deep threat. You know, he was getting behind defenses and stuff like that. But at the NFL level, I don't see that happening. Uh, unless you're like a speedster type of guy and he's not a speedster by any stretch of the imagination um he's also shorter than mark andrews shorter than charlie collar as well and i feel like we could have got a legit wide receiver here with this pick you know we could have went for somebody that was still on the board uh now the things that i do like about him is that you know maybe with some busted coverages things like that he seems to be able to you know find his way down the field like i said i don't know if it'll translate to the league but maybe with some busted coverages he might be able to get deep that is something that i like uh now the other thing is he can block well at the second level too so that's actually really good for outside runs you know if he's lined up on the outside uh we have lamar jackson with the quarterback uh quarterback option pulling it out and running up the sidelines that would be pretty cool you know to see him blocking there uh and i think that's mainly the reason why they picked this kid up they want him to block they want him to be kind of like that, uh, just kind of like that that guy in the trenches, you know, the extra mm-hmm. guy, be able to chip guys coming off, a TJ Watt maybe, that sort of thing. Um, but, yeah, all in all, I'm going to give it a D, mainly because we just got a tight end uh, two picks before that, who I think is even better. But what do you think? So he was actually picked up as a receiver, um, but he did transition to a tight end. So he used to be a receiver, which is kind of, it's it's intriguing to me. It is very mm. intriguing because I don't know what we're going to do with him. Um, but what I do like about him is he is big play. He's averaged 15.4 yards per catch, and he caught 27 touchdowns in four years. Mm. So once again, somebody else who knows how to get into the end zone. And by the way, he fits into this tight end room perfectly. You want to know why? This dude hurdles mm. people. Jumps over him. I saw that, and I got flashbacks. I'm like, here we go. We're going to have another tight end jumping over guys. Probably going to get the ball punched out. Um, yeah. But he was catching some of these passes and, and the yak. He, he was getting mm-hmm. some good yak on some of those passes, which I think we lacking. So with the Mark Andrews, too, I think this guy can become the forgotten the forgotten tight end, and who knows what he can do. But I'm going to give this one a solid B. Solid B. Mm, solid B. I just can't, man. I just can't do it. Uh, Mark if, Andrews. If, if Kolar wasn't taking, taken, would you have bumped it up? Yeah, definitely. Okay. I would have bumped it up. Uh, sure. I agree. When I saw we got two tight ends, I'm like, wait, what the hell is going on? Because Josh yeah. Oliver is still in this team. Hmm. I'm like, we have how many tight ends right now? Yeah. Like it's. And your boy Boyle's coming back too. Yeah, it's it's a lot of yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see. Shino Joestar says Isaiah likely is an A minus. He's a dual threat. He can play tight end and line up on the outside too. Yeah, I mean I do like that for sure. He can be a mismatch nightmare for a lot of corners. Uh, the question is, when will Greg Roman be lining him up on the outside? I just That's, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't was, go I, I feel like personnel. I feel like Greg Roman was salivating at the fact that this guy can come in and be a blocker. <laughs> All he wanted was another fullback. We, yeah. we have two fullbacks. We have what five tight ends? Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, um, lunch break hot take says there's talks of converting likely to a wide receiver. That would be interesting to see. I like um, to see that. Yeah. Cool. Uh, all right, so let's go ahead and move on to the last two here. So mm-hmm. next one's going to be uh, Demarion Williams out yeah. of Houston, cornerback. This one. Cornerback, yeah. What do you think? This was my favorite one, I think. Um, really? And I put this out there on Twitter, and I really had no no reason, like no stats to back it up except the meme where it's like the the, the, the stack watcher, and, the, and he's all upset, and the guy smiling, with he's got that dog in him. That mm. That's honestly why. Um, just watching what he was doing, he's feisty. I love that having a feisty corner who just will go up there. He'll break. He'll uh, break up passes. I love that. In his freshman year against the Oklahoma Sooners, one on one with Ceedee Lamb broke up the pass as a freshman. Clean. I was like, wait a minute. I like this. You won't be going against Ceedee Lambs every single time in a game, but it is depth. He won't be a starter. So for that reason only, I'm just going to give it a B. Um, yeah. He's durable. No injury issues on like Armour Davis. Those two guys, who knows what they're going to do. But it makes it, it's much better than what we had last year. I'll just hopefully they can be better. This pick right here for me, my, like my grade for this pick, it depends on how Mike McDonald uses him in the system. I know, like, based off of what I've seen from him and, you know, his 40 times, stuff like that, he's not the fastest guy. That's the only thing that concerns me. He's not the fastest guy. So I feel like in press man coverage, if Mike McDonald does like to play a lot of that, he might he has susceptibility of getting burned over the top. That's the mm-hmm. one thing that I didn't really like about this pickup. Now, listen, we got this guy in what? What round was it we got this guy? Round four. One four yeah, last four. fourth round pick. The last fourth round pick, right. So we're not really expecting, you know, anything too crazy out of him coming out of college but the biggest thing and the reason why i like the pick as well is because it's more depth at corner which is something that we we freaking need we really freaking need like it's we cannot afford to lose either humphrey or peters again and then you know because after that after those guys it's, it's really it's thin it's they're, thin. they're calling it's very us slow. up next exactly exactly we'll be at m&t bank stadium on sundays oh. uh guarding these receivers but yeah, with that. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So um, I see you guys. I see a C in here. Um, C, B I, need the cornerback like, depth. Yeah. Like yeah. I said, I, I just see a dog in him. I don't know why, but it's I'm just, gonna go B minus. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Um, but I saw people talk about him being a nickel. I don't yeah. know about you. I've been on this train for a while. Ardarius Washington. If I can be the leader of the fan club, I will happily take that. I think he will be our starting nickel. Come week one, you'll see that right now. Okay. Unless okay. they move Marlon into the, into the slot, but I don't, I don't know what they're doing with Marlon either. Because I hope he stays outside. Because yeah, well, that's a whole other discussion. Um, okay. 
So moving yeah. on to the last and final pick. Real, real quick, real quick. Let me bring up this okay. comment by Spooky J. This, this geeks me. He said, at this point, Greg Roman needs to go to fullback rehab. Bro is addicted. <laughs> yeah. I That's don't, funny. With all the tight ends, I'm kind of confused Like with all the tight ends and the fullbacks. Yeah. Um, why you re-sign Ben Mason and then you re-sign Ricard. Yeah, that's weird. All right, so let's go ahead and get into this last pick that the Ravens made. Their last selection came in the sixth round. A running back out of Missouri, Tyler Beatty. Don't hate now, it. Don't you hate don't? It. I don't okay. hate it. Why? Um, once again, I'm going to go back. Cap, I believe Justice Hill is gone. And he, I think he saves Cap by cutting him. But also, he can catch out the backfield. And mm. we haven't seen Dobbins and we haven't seen Edwards. I'm going to go since January 2021. But now we, we have a guy who can catch up the backfield. And also, why was Tyson Williams not being used? That's right. Ball security. Mm. Two fumbles on 513 carries. Ooh, Good running like back that. three. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't mind that um, at all. I would have preferred to get a running back with a little bit more size with this pickup. I mean, the guy's only like 5'8". 200 pounds you know so i don't really see him being able to shed tacklers things like that i mean but as a rotational guy um he'll probably see some time on special teams um Mm -hmm. as well i don't hate the pick either i'm gonna go with a c plus for this pick i'm right there with you i'll go for that okay cool all right perfect let me see what you guys are saying down here about the uh tyler Beatty pickup says uh kimberly says a okay i like that Lisa, A minus. You guys have faith. Okay. Spooky J says A. <laughs> Bryce says B plus for value. Yeah. I like that. Okay. I understand that. I can understand that. The value, where we got him is six round pick. Uh, yeah. I can get that. But yeah, for me, it's going to be a C. Um, just because I don't see him getting much playing time you gotta think jk dobbins (laughs) right jk dobbins gus edwards not to mention lamar jackson as well like i just don't really see him getting on the field all that much i I do feel like this guy could be like a it could be a third and five and he's like just catches a freaking dump off and gets the first down because he has that speed and he can catch the ball out the backfield because we don't know what gus or jk have improved on because we haven't seen them in forever so we don't it's hard to say he's bringing something else to the, the running back room because we don't know what they've improved on. Right. Now, this is another good point Black Daniels brings up, says, I see this as a special teams move. Justice Hill release is coming. If he yes. gets in late in the game, that's positive. And I he, can see that for sure. Could be a, this guy could be a gunner. I mean, he's fast. Probably yeah. won't be able to tackle him, but can get down there. Yeah. Yeah. So... All in all, that, that wraps up the 22 Ravens draft class. We want to give our final grades on this draft class. Um, we've been going for about an hour now. I think we're going to get into the uh, UDFAs in the next episode. we got plenty of time to talk about it. I know Alex really knows a lot about them. So if you're into that, stick around for that. But overall draft grade for this year, uh, Alex, what do you think? I've seen every – I've looked at, you know, all these different websites. Only – the only draft class I've seen to get an A plus in some, I'm gonna go with the solid A. Um, outside of a receiver, that would have made it an A plus. I really wish we got Pickens, but I'm not mad with Ojabo. Hmm. Um, and the whole Justin Ross thing, I'll get into that in the next episode. But I am actually hmm. happy we passed on him. I understood what was going on with that, but yeah. I'm gonna go with the solid A. I think we got four starters that could possibly be starting 
Ojabo won't be day one, but when he comes back, I think he'll be starting. So, go with the A. Could rise, could fall, but I think it was a great draft. Okay, okay. For me, I am going to go with a B plus. I'm going to go with a B plus. I thought it was a very, very good, very, very strong draft. Um, we filled a lot of positions of need. Um, you know, and we, we actually did draft. We did go best player available. That was kind of some of the speculation going into the draft. Are we going to go BPA? Are we going to get our needs? They went BPA, and I don't have a problem with that because we got a lot of good talent uh, on our roster now that we got over the weekend. So B plus, but the only reason I don't and I can't give it an A is because we did get weaker at wide receiver. Mm-hmm. We got weaker at wide receiver, and we did not properly address that in this draft. You know, we went out, we got two tight ends. You know, we got a backup running back, but yeah. we didn't really get anybody else to go in that uh, wide receiving core. You we actually missed on that. a couple of guys. Was it Calvin <laughs> we'll Austin? Talk- we missed yeah. on George Pickens. We missed on both of those guys. Steelers. Um, yeah. That- <laughs> Which hurts, yeah. Yeah, well, we're definitely talking about the whole wide receiver stuff going on because I definitely feel yeah. different about the whole trade once yeah. more stuff started coming out. Right, right, for sure. Um, and we're going to get into all of that next episode. Uh, but thank you guys so, so much for um, tuning in to this episode of the Purple Rain Podcast, episode 108 of the Purple Rain Podcast. 108 episodes in, that's crazy, isn't it, Alex? That's, that's wild. It, it's, it's unreal. <laughs> It is. It is. Make sure you guys go ahead and like this video before we get out of here. I just want to bring up you guys's draft grades down here. A minus from Jabari Cruz Ellis, Bryce H, A minus, A minus from Yolanda as well. Uh, J Prime says a solid A, A overall from King, A plus, A minus, C overall draft grade from Raven Ron. Okay. Wow. Interesting. I guess you you didn't really like the whole best player available thing. You wanted the needs. I'm not mad at that. I, I um, Shino, yeah, Shino Joe Star says A for a perfect draft. If the Ravens drafted a wide receiver, it'd have been a plus. Okay, a plus. The yeah. one thing I can say about receiver is that in the fourth rounds and on, we've seen we don't really use those receivers. So mm. that's the only thing I was keeping me at an A because I didn't want to. Yeah. I wasn't going to B plus A minus, but we've seen with Wallace and Prochain Duvernay in previous years. What do they do their rookie year? Right. used so i yeah that's why i didn't really hate it uh says it here smash that like button before you get out of here smash that like button leave a big thumbs up on the video it was actually a really good stream guys we appreciate, appreciate you guys for coming through yolanda says it here great stream thank you yolanda we appreciate you. you twisted purple bird thank you so so much thank another you. super chat donation making it rain episode 108 of prp says landry on his way <sighs> possibly perhaps one I feel of the like jarvis Landry's. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh I, um landry still got you know more football left in the tank i wouldn't mind having him in baltimore just as kind of like that veteran presence uh no t.y hilton please i saw that please no t.y hilton yeah we, we said really. no last Mm-mm. year and it's even a bigger no now yeah it's it's a bigger no for sure um but all right let's see don c says great stream thank you don. yeah thank you. <laughs> dylan says are we still gonna say call god it will make me sad uh, every time yeah, man, we're still gonna we're still gonna be calling God, man, because it, it's bigger than Hollywood. It's bigger than Hollywood. Uh, uh, Isaiah Likely did it. I don't know if you saw. He does that too. Who? So, Isaiah Likely, our tight end. Oh, oh, wow, thing. I didn't he know does, that. Yeah, cool. the same thing. Yeah. Cool. Well, maybe we'll see him do it uh, in a Ravens uniform. Uh, great stream, guys, by Jonathan Thank Washington you. Jr. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, but yeah, with that being said, I'm gonna let my guy Alex take us out for this episode. And as always, thank you for coming through to episode mm-hmm. 108 of the mm. Purple Rain podcast and as always don't forget to stay positive yeah and test negative 
Don't forget. Yeah. Don't forget. And never, ever, ever, ever forget to call God. This has been episode 108 of the Purple Rain Podcast. We're going to catch you guys in the next one.